Welcome, my fellow thrill seekers, to another episode of Tales from the Road, spooky lore, haunted legends, and abandoned ghost towns, where we explore the spooky lore, haunted legends, and abandoned ghost towns across the globe. I'm your host, Jackie, and today we're going to embark on a journey through the shadowy realms of a city known as Chattanooga, Tennessee, where countless tragedies have unfolded over centuries, leaving behind lingering airs of mystery and eerie encounters. Chattanooga, a city steeped in history and secrets, beckons us to uncover its supernatural tales. Our journey today takes us to a city that embodies the timeless fascination with the paranormal, a place where history whispers through every cobbled street and forgotten building. Chattanooga's past is filled with tales of tragedy and triumph, of lives lost and mysteries unsolved. It's a city where the supernatural walks hand in hand with the living, where the echoes of the past refuse to fade away. From its early days as a pivotal industrial hub to the modern metropolis it's become, the city has always been a magnet for both the living and the spectral. As we explore Chattanooga's eerie past, we'll traverse the streets where history lingers, where apparitions are said to roam, and where ghostly whispers can still be heard in the dead of night. The mysteries concealed within the city's historic buildings, riverbanks, and forgotten corners will send shivers down your spine. But our journey does not stop here. Tales from the Road is not just about one city. It's about the world's most haunted places. We are your passport to the supernatural, guiding you through the chilling tales and spine-tingling legends from across the globe. Together, we'll unlock the secrets of places where the past refuses to stay buried and where the restless spirits seek to communicate and where the boundary between reality and paranormal blurs. But remember, this isn't just my journey. It's yours, too. So we invite you to share your own spine-tingling stories and encounters. Your experiences are the lifeblood of this podcast, and we cannot wait to feature your tales in our upcoming episodes. So if you've had a ghostly encounter, explored an abandoned ghost town, or just heard a haunted legend, don't hesitate to reach out through our website, email, or social media. Our email is talesfromtheroadlore at gmail.com, and our Instagram is at tales, T-A-L-E-S, from F-R-O-M, the T-H-E-R-O-A-D-L-O-R-E at Tales from the Road Lore, and we're looking forward to hearing from you. Okay, so as we dive into the darkness, where the line between the fact and folklore fades, prepare to be captivated, frightened, and amazed. Welcome to another episode. Let's begin by exploring the lingering spirits from the Battle of Lookout Mountain during the Civil War, believed to still haunt this historic site. The Battle of Lookout Mountain, a pivotal engagement during the American Civil War, has left behind not only a historical legacy, but also an enduring reputation for being haunted by the spirits of those who once fought and perished on its slopes. In this section, we'll dive into the history of the battle and the eerie encounters that have been reported by visitors to this historic site. So the Battle Above the Clouds. On November 24, 1863, Lookout Mountain, located southwest of Chattanooga, Tennessee, was a setting for a dramatic clash between the Union and Confederate forces. This battle, known as the Battle of Lookout Mountain, or the Battle Above the Clouds, was a crucial part of the larger Chattanooga campaign. Union forces, under the command of Major General Joseph Hooker, launched an assault on Lookout Mountain, ultimately defeating the Confederate forces led by Major General Carter L. Stevenson. 
The battle was fierce and intense, with the Union troops scaling the mountain steep slopes, facing daunting challenges as they ascended. Despite the formidable obstacles, they succeeded in capturing Lookout Mountain, and this victory played a significant role in breaking the Confederate siege of Chattanooga. Just an FYI, Mike and I did go drive all of the mountains in Chattanooga, and I was actually talking to him about this as we were driving up Lookout Mountain. It's steep. Like, in our nice truck from 2020, I still felt a little bit uncomfortable, and I could only imagine someone having to scale that mountain to get to the top, especially when technology is not nearly as good as what climbing technology could be today. So with that being said, just keep in mind, like, this was a feat in many of the stories that we're going to talk about. While the Battle of Lookout Mountain was a turning point in the Civil War, it also left behind a legacy of tragedy and loss. The mountain witnessed sacrifice of countless soldiers, both Confederate and Union, who met their fates amid the chaos of the battle. It's believed that the intensity of the fighting and the fear that crippled the combatants and the lives lost in the struggle have contributed to the lingering spiritual energy that permeates the historic site. Visitors to Lookout Mountain have reported numerous eerie experiences. Some have claimed to hear the faint echoes of battle cries carried through the wind, as if a very mountain remembers the sound of conflict. Others have spoken about encountering apparitions dressed in Civil War-era uniforms, which will likely be a common theme throughout this episode, and standing guard or marching along the trails as if it's reliving their final moments. One particularly well-known trail is that of Green Eyes. I'll talk about this a little bit later, but I did ask our listeners about some of their most haunted, you know, paranormal experiences around Chattanooga, and Green Eyes came up more times than I can even count. According to local lore and legends, the ghostly figure of a Confederate soldier with piercing green eyes is said to appear on the mountain, gazing out over the landscape. Those who have seen this spectral sentinel describe a feeling of overwhelming sense of sorrow and despair. Edward Tinney, a former historian and chief ranger at the military park, once remarked, wherever there's been great suffering, people are always seeing strange things. He knew firsthand, having spent years amidst the Civil War battlegrounds. Ghostly sightings, he attested, were not uncommon on these hollowed grounds. At the heart of the spectral tapestry lies the figure known as Old Green Eyes. According to local lore, this apparition takes on various forms, from a Confederate soldier to a green-eyed panther haunting the battlefields since the fateful days of September 19th through 20th, 1863. One spine-tingling account comes from a young man, years later turned into a park ranger himself, who encountered old green eyes. His journey through the battlefield veiled an eerie mist, led to an encounter with an inexplicable green-eyed being that defied all explanation. The creature, half man, half beast, left a mark on his memory forever we'll go into his story now and honestly it's one of my favorite ones yet so imagine a dark and misty night at the battlefield where the very air seemed to shimmer with the weight of history it was during one such night that a spine tingling encounter occurred etching the legend of old green eyes even deeper into the eerie unknown a young man was no stranger to these haunted grounds. He had grown up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, a stone's throw from the battlefield, and had heard whispers of green eyes since childhood. However, nothing could have prepared him for what he was about to experience. He was heading on a date with a girl named Melissa, but fate had a different plan, as his car broke down just moments after leaving work. Frustration surged through him as he kicked his tires, knowing that he was now going to run late for this date that he had planned meticulously. 
Desperation kicked in, and he persuaded his older brother to lend him his old truck. It wasn't the impressive car that he hoped to arrive in. However, it was a car with four wheels that could get him to Melissa via the heart of the battlefield. As he ventured deeper into the battlefield, the remnants of a day-long rain left behind a spectral mist that clung to the earth. The park had fallen into darkness, devoid of any other visitors at the late hour. The road, which he had traversed countless times before, was nearly invisible. But he didn't care because he was excited to see Melissa. But then, like a mirage emerging from the mist, he spotted faint headlights in the distance. For a brief moment, he just entertained the idea that it might be another person just like him. However, the vehicle drew closer, and unease really began to creep in. It was like no other car he had ever seen. Its headlights emitted an eerie, otherworldly green glow that pierced through the fog illuminating the mist with uncanny radiance. He wondered if these lights were a peculiar feature designed to navigate the battlefield's terrain. But the closer it came, the stranger it became. The green lights were abnormally bright, their glow undiluting and swaying as if the car itself were suspended on springs. A polite tap of his horn was meant to alert the approaching driver of his presence, but it elicited no response. As the car drew closer, it veered dangerously into his lane, prompting him to lay on the horn. Panicked, we gained claw at him. Was the driver intoxicated or perhaps lost in their thick mist? But it was neither. There were no beams emanating from those green lights. They appeared like two ethereal orbs powered by an otherworldly force. Even more unsettling, they resembled eyes, glaring, unblinking, and seemingly detached from any conventional source of illumination. Frantically, he blared on the horn again, hoping to alert the driver of the impending collision. Inexplicably, the mysterious car swerved further into his lane, forcing him to swiftly react. And in his attempt to evade collision, he wrenched the steering wheel, sending his brother's truck off the road into the battlefield's dark embrace. A defeating crash was followed by the vehicle slamming into a tree, plunging into the world of darkness. When consciousness returned to him, the battlefield was silent. Only the crushed hood of the truck was hissing. Once illuminated headlights now lay shattered, leaving the night to the mercy of the stars above. It was in this eerie stillness that he saw the green lights once more. They glowed silently in darkness, advancing towards his immobile vehicle. There was no accompanying the sound of the car engine, only an eerie quiet. Panic tightened its grip on him, and he called out, Who's out there? But the night held no answers. Then came a rustling sound, as though something unseen circled his vehicle. Peering out the window, he glimpsed a shadowy figure, human in shape but endowed with long, flowing hair that cascaded to its waist. A mournful, eerie moan emanated from his presence. Yet, as his eyes adjusted to the darkness, the figure revealed its true form. It was no ordinary man. It was a grotesque beast. Long, matted hair clung to its hulking form, its massive jaws adorned with two protruding fangs, but most unsettling feature was its eyes, two burning orbs of green, aflame with otherworldly malevolence. A scream lulled up within him, but his voice betrayed him, leaving him mute and transfixed by those malevolent green eyes. As they locked onto his gaze, the battlefield underwent a sinister metamorphosis. 
Darkness surrounded to an eerie green glow, revealing a ghastly tableau. The once familiar road and landmarks vanished, replaced by a surreal landscape. Smoke and fire engulfed the surroundings, scorching grass and leaving scorched earth in their wake. The stench of burning flesh filled the air, and his gaze fell upon the horrors below. Piles of mangled bodies, clad in both blue and gray, lay strewn about. Limbs were severed, heads detached from torsos, and the field echoed with the agonizing moans of the wounded and dying. It was a symphony of suffering, a glimpse into the hellish aftermath of the battle. As suddenly as this nightmarish transformation had occurred, a curtain of darkness descended onto the battlefield. The eerie green glow yielded to the approaching headlights of an oncoming car, and the being vanished into thin air. When awareness returned, he found himself back into the wrecked truck. Park rangers descended from the hillside to assist their concerned voices breaking the silence. Are you all right? They inquired, their faces etched with worry. Desperate to make sense of the inexplicable encounter, he stammered, Did you see that animal that attacked me, the one with the green eyes? But the rangers exchanged strange glances and replied, That's a serious bump you got on your head, son. Must be seeing things. Despite his instance, no evidence of the creature was ever found, and his claims of an otherworldly encounter faded into the night, leaving him with a lingering sense of dread. In the years that followed, the young man became a park ranger himself, embracing the legacy of the battlefield. To him, it was no longer a mere shortcut, but a hollowed ground, where he could recount tales of valor, tragedy, and the unexplained. Yet, as time passed, others too would report sightings of the green eyes while traversing the park at night. To those seekers of the supernatural, he would recount his own encounter, emphasizing that old green eyes exist. Old green eyes transcends the boundaries of a typical ghost story. Some say it's the ghost of a long-lost soldier, while others propose it's a creature born from Native American legends predating the Civil War. Whether it's true nature Old Green Eyes serves as a spectral reminder of the haunting legacy left behind by the Civil War, where suffering and sacrifice linger in the air, and there's a lot of it in Chattanooga. Over the years, many others have reported eerie encounters with Old Green Eyes and other apparitions in the battlefield. Whether they are soldiers marching in the night or the lady in white searching for her lost love, this battlefield remains a place of history, mystery, and the supernatural. The stories of paranormal encounters at Lookout Mountain are not confined to local folklore. They have been documented by individuals who have visited the site over the years. One such account comes from a group of Civil War reenactors who were participating in an event near Lookout Mountain. As they set up camp and began to settle in for the night, they were startled by the sound of phantom footsteps approaching their campfire. To their amazement, they saw an apparition of a Confederate soldier standing nearby, silently observing their activities before vanishing into the darkness. Another chilling tale involves a park ranger who was patrolling the mountain one evening. He reported witnessing a group of spectral soldiers engaged in a ghostly reenactment of the battle, complete with the sounds of musket fire and cannon blasts. The ranger, a skeptic before the encounter, was left in awe of the inexplicable events unfolding before him. These are just a few examples of the many encounters with the supernatural that have been reported at Lookout Mountain. Whether you're a history enthusiast, paranormal investigator, or simply a curious traveler, this historic site offers a unique opportunity to connect with the past and perhaps even catch a glimpse of the lingering spirits who continue to haunt the mountain. But Lookout Mountain is not the only haunted mountain in Chattanooga. Later in this episode, we're going to explore Raccoon Mountain and Signal Mountain's haunted past and present. But for now, we're going to shift gears over to room 311 at the historic Reed House in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It is no ordinary hotel room. 
Room 311 has gained notoriety as one of the most haunted places in the South, and its chilling history and paranormal activity has intrigued both guests and ghost enthusiasts for decades. The legend surrounding Room 311 centers on the tragic tale of Annalisa Netherly, a guest who met her gruesome end in 1927. According to local lore, she was beheaded in the bathtub by a jealous lover, and it's said that her spirit still lingers in the room, creating an eerie and unsettling atmosphere that has left an indelible mark on those who have stayed here. Over the years, numerous guests have reported experiencing paranormal activity in room 311. These stories range from unexplained noises to flickering lights to running water and shadowy figures. Some have even claimed to have felt otherworldly presence or to have been touched by an invisible hand or hands. These eerie encounters have added to the room's dark reputation and continue to fuel its haunted mystique. The Reed's House historian acknowledges the presence of the spirit in room 311, noting that it seems to consume an unusual amount of oxygen for a ghost. This observation has only added to the intrigue surrounding this mysterious place within the hotel. One notable detail in the room 311 legend is Annalisa's alleged dislike for men, particularly those who smoke. It's said that her spirit harbors a grudge against male guests and may manifest its displeasure in various ways. The unique aspect of the story sets Room 311 apart from other haunted locations and adds an extra layer of complexity to this ghostly narrative. Room 311's haunted reputation has drawn the attention of paranormal enthusiasts and history buffs alike. It has become a must-visit location for those seeking a taste of the supernatural. Some even believe that the room's chilling history and continued reports of ghostly encounters provide compelling evidence of the existence of restless spirits. Furthermore, Room 311 has a historical significance beyond its haunting. It once hosted notorious gangster Al Capone during his federal trial. The historical connection adds another dimension to the room's story, blending tales of crime and the supernatural. Room 311 at the Reed House is a place where history, mystery, and the paranormal converge. Its association with the tragic tale of Annalisa Netherly and its reported ghostly encounters make it unique and an intriguing destination for those interested in the supernatural. If you've been to this hotel or if you have stayed in Room 311, definitely let me know. I'd love to have personal experiences from there shared on the podcast. Okay, so now we're going to head back to a different mountain, one that I mentioned before called Raccoon Mountain. Nestled in the heart of the Appalachian Mountains, Raccoon Mountain stands as a sentinel guarding its dark secrets deep within. Its name may evoke images of a playful woodland creature, but this mountain actually holds a far more sinister reputation. Over generations, the shadowy depths of Raccoon Mountain have witnessed bizarre occurrences and sent shivers down the spines of explorers and locals alike, giving birth to chilling legends of curses, unexplained phenomena, and ghostly encounters. At the heart of the mystique surrounding Raccoon Mountain are its spiraling cave systems. These intricate labyrinths, formed millions of years ago, twist and turn beneath the surface, creating an otherworldly realm of perpetual darkness. The caves themselves are a geological marvel, boasting colossal chambers adorned with stunning stalactites and stalagmites that seem to defy gravity. However, these subterranean wonders have also played host to the tales of despair and misfortune. Some locals believe that these old caves hold a curse, a malevolent force that casts a long shadow over anyone who dares to enter. The origin of the curse is shrouded in mystery with stories passed down through generations offering varying explanations. Still, though, the common thread is a sense of foreboding that accompanies any journey into the depths of the mountain. 
Legends surrounding the curse of Raccoon Mountain often harken back to the ancient Cherokees who once inhabited the lands. According to one such legend, the Cherokees were said to have revered the caves as sacred, believing that they served as portals to the spirit world. To protect the sacred sites, they purportedly placed a curse upon anyone who dared to desecrate them. Others believe that the curse may be linked to the tragic history of the region. The Battle of Lookout Mountain, a pivotal engagement during the Civil War, occurred not far from Raccoon Mountain, and it's said that the sorrow and bloodshed of that conflict left an indelible mark on the land. Some even believe that the curse may have roots in the anguish of those tumultuous times. The true origin of the curse remains elusive, but its effects, as reported by countless explorers, are far more tangible. Within the depths of Crystal Cave, also known as the Raccoon Mountain Caverns, a ghostly presence lingers. The otherworldly inhabitant is said to be the spirit of Willie Cowan, the night watchman who met a tragic end in 1960s due to a fire that swept through the cave. Willie loved cigars, a detail that was not lost in the afterlife. Cave guides have reported hearing the eerie whistling and echoing throughout the caverns and the unmistakable scent of tobacco which wafts through the air. One remarkable account comes from a seasoned cave guide who claimed to see Willie's apparition. She described him as an older man with long beard and tattered clothing, a spectral figure that sent shivers down her spine. Ghost hunters have ventured into the cave and witnessed inexplicable blue lights that materialize when no light source should exist. Adding to the mystique, many cave employees have reported catching whiffs of carbide lamps, a caving tool no longer used today but known to be used by Willie during his watch. These ghostly phenomena contribute to the enduring legend of Willie's restless spirit haunting the depths of Raccoon Mountain caverns. The curse of Raccoon Mountain doesn't limit its malevolence to those who enter the caves. Even the surface dwellers have reported eerie phenomena that defy scientific understanding. Among the most common are the ghostly lights that dance in the mountain slopes, known as the spook lights or will-o'-wisps. These ethereal orbs have been witnessed by countless residents and visitors. They appear as a shimmering, floating light, often a bluish or green and they seem to beckon those who see them. Many have been lured deep into the woods only to find themselves disoriented and lost. In addition to the mysterious lights, there are inexplicable sounds that permeate the night on Raccoon Mountain. Locals tell of phantom footsteps echoing through the forest, disembodied voices whispering in the wind in the dead of the night, mournful cries, and chills in the bones. Some people claim to have encountered shadowy figures and human-like but insubstantial lurking in the dark. Adding to another layer of Raccoon Mountain is the massive reservoir known as the Raccoon Mountain Pump Storage Plant. This engineering marvel was completed in the 1970s and is a vital part of the region's power infrastructure, providing electricity to thousands of homes. Yet, even this modern marvel isn't immune to the mountain's curse. Employees of the plants have reported unexplained electrical malfunctions, strange fluctuations in power, and eerie occurrences in the underground tunnels that house the massive turbines. Some even claim to have seen ghostly figures moving through the dimly lit corridors, leaving behind a trail of fear and uncertainty. To add to this, while Mike and I were there for a race recently, the plant even malfunctioned and was on fire. Cursed or coincidence? Who knows? Skeptics argue that the curse of Raccoon Mountain is nothing more than a collection of eerie stories and bizarre coincidences. They point to the inherent dangers of cave exploration and the tricks that light can play on the eyes and the power of suggestion in creating supernatural experiences, which I am definitely contributing to. However, for those who have witnessed these inexplicable experiences on Raccoon Mountain, skepticism offers little solace. To them, the curse is all too real. 
and it's a force that lurks in the shadows. Whether born of ancient Cherokee beliefs or the echoes of a tumultuous past or simply the tricks of the mysterious mountain, the curse of Raccoon Mountain continues to cast a long shadow over those who dare to see its secrets. Raccoon Mountain remains a place of wonder and dread and where the beauty of nature clashes with the inexplicable of the eerie. Whether you choose to believe in the curse or dismiss it as mere folklore, there's no denying the mountain's power to captivate and terrify in equal measures. Explorers will continue to brave its caves and locals will keep their eyes on the horizon watching for the flickering lights. Raccoon Mountain, with all its secrets and legends, stands as a testament to the enduring mystery of the natural world. Although Raccoon and Lookout Mountain stand high above Chattanooga, did you know that there's actually a city below the residence of Chattanooga's feet? Deep beneath the bustling streets of Chattanooga lies a world shrouded in mystery and intrigue, underground Chattanooga. This subterranean realm has long been a source of fascination, not only for its historical significance, but also the numerous paranormal experiences reported by those who have ventured into its depths. The history of the underground Chattanooga is a fascinating blend of fact and legend, shaped by the city's efforts to combat devastating floods in the late 1800s and early 1900s. In 1867, the Tennessee River rose 30 feet above its normal level, causing widespread destruction. To protect the city from future floods, citizens rallied to raise the streets of downtown Chattanooga. This ambitious endeavor required potentially 40 blocks of downtown Chattanooga to abandon first floors, effectively turning them into basements and filling in portions of the street. The true depth of this underground world remained elusive until 1970 when Dr. Jeffrey L. Brown, an associate professor of sociology and anthropology at the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, rediscovered it. Dr. Brown's exploration shed light on the hidden layers of the city and ignited interest in the subterranean mysteries. One theory, postulated by Dr. Jeff Brown, suggests that a city exists below Chattanooga, a city within a city. While the full extent to the subterranean world is a subject to intrigue and debate, its historical significance as a flood prevention measure is well documented. Today, underground Chattanooga continues to captivate the imagination of residents and visitors alike, with guided tours offering glimpses into this hidden history and the possibility of paranormal activity in the eerie depths beneath the city street. The history of underground Chattanooga remains an integral part of the city's identity, showcasing its resilience and determination in the face of natural disasters. As explorers delved deeper into underground Chattanooga, they began to witness and document a range of unexplained phenomena. These experiences include sightings of apparitions, eerie whispers echoing through the dark corridors, and overwhelming feeling of being watched. Visitors often describe encountering figures in an old-fashioned clothing, further deepening the mystery surrounding the underground's former inhabitants. One of the most haunted places in underground Chattanooga is the Hunter Museum, once owned by the family who founded the Coca-Cola bottling empire. Today, the museum is the Hunter Museum of American Art, not only known for its exquisite collection, but also for its resident ghosts. Visitors have encountered spectral figures within the museum's halls, suggesting that even in death, the past residents may still be admiring the artwork they cherished in life. To truly understand the paranormal experiences of underground Chattanooga, many turn to guided ghost tours. These tours provide a unique opportunity to explore the entrances to this underground world and hear the chilling stories associated with the buildings and streets, and the ghosts that were believed to linger beneath your feet in Chattanooga. 
During these tours, participants have recounted their own encounters with the supernatural. Witnesses have described witnessing apparitions, hearing disembodied voices, and experiencing unexplained cold spots, all of which contribute to the growing body of evidence supporting the existence of paranormal activity underground Chattanooga. While the exact nature of these experiences remain a subject of debate and speculation, there's no denying the allure of underground Chattanooga and the profound impact it has on those who've dared to explore its hidden recesses. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, the mysteries of underground Chattanooga continue to captivate the imagination and inspire a sense of wonder about the unknown. Up next is a pretty cool spot called Ruby Falls. Ruby Falls, a stunning underground waterfall nestled deep within Lookout Mountain near Chattanooga, Tennessee, boasts a rich history and a reputation for being one of the most haunted places in the region. This captivating destination is not only a marvel of nature, but also a source of eerie tales that have captured the imaginations of locals and visitors alike. The story of Ruby Falls begins hundreds of millions of years ago. At that time, eastern Tennessee area lay beneath a shallow sea which eventually gave rise to the limestone rock through deposition of sediments. About 200 million years ago, tectonic forces uplifted the region, forming Lookout Mountain and the nearby ridges that now grace the landscape. These geological processes set the stage for the creation of Ruby Falls, an underground wonder hidden beneath the Earth's surface for eons. The modern history of Ruby Falls is closely tied to the name Leo Lambert. In 1928, Lambert, an avid cave enthusiast and chemist by training, embarked on an expedition that would change the course of this natural wonder. Armed with his passion for caves and exploration, Lambert discovered the hidden gem that laid 1,120 feet beneath Lookout Mountain. He immediately recognized the uniqueness of his find and envisioned turning it into a tourist attraction for the world to behold. The journey to unveil Ruby Falls to the public was not without its challenges, though. The Lookout Mountain Cave Company was formed in 1928 to reopen the cave commercially. They initiated the drilling of an elevator shaft to access the underground spectacle. This endeavor marked the beginning of Ruby Falls' commercial history, setting the stage for generations and visitors to witness its breathtaking beauty. So just for a little bit of context here, Mike and I did go visit the falls. It's super cool. Pretty much you go into this little castle-looking building that was actually made out of the stone from the falls itself. And you go into this elevator, you go down to this basement area, which is the cavern, and then you walk about a mile and a half over to the falls. And then all of a sudden you're in this huge room and there's a big waterfall in front of you. Super cool. There's a lot of cool history about Leo and how he found the waterfalls. He literally, I think, was climbing through a small opening in the cave for about, I think they said 14 hours before he found it. And then he fell into the room where the falls was. Very cool. I would definitely suggest going to check it out. I know there's a lot of controversy with locals, whether the falls are real or if they're pumped and all that stuff. But whatever it is, it's a cool area. And I would definitely say go, uh, go take the tour. It's a little bit long, but it's worth it. So while Ruby Falls is celebrated for its natural wonders, it also has earned a reputation as being one of the most haunted places in Tennessee. Reports of ghostly encounters and the unexplained phenomena within the caverns have persisted over the years. These tales have intrigued paranormal investigations and enthusiasts, making Ruby Falls a site of interest for those seeking supernatural experiences. In recent years, Ruby Falls and other nearby locations were declared certifiably haunted following investigations by paranormal researchers per Ruby Falls' website. 
According to our tour guide, when we visited the falls during daytime hours, the haunting stories often revolve around the underground caverns where visitors claim to have witnessed shadowy figures, heard disembodied voices, and experienced sudden drops in temperature. Some even report being touched by unseen hands. The origin of these hauntings and tales remain a mystery, much like the caves themselves. Some speculate that the spirits of workers involved in the accidental discovery of the caverns may still linger. I have tried to track down actual deaths, but all I could find was one. One accident was during the 1930s when a janitor who was mopping the floor fell backwards down the elevator shaft. They said he didn't know where he was until they started the elevator the next day and saw blood running down. Disgusting. Despite its eerie legends, Ruby Falks continues to be a popular tourist destination, offering guided tours that explore both its natural wonders and supernatural mysteries. Visitors are encouraged to descend into the caverns where they can witness the illuminated underground waterfall while keeping an eye out for any unexplained phenomena. Whether you seek the thrill of a ghostly encounter or simply wish to marvel at the awe-inspiring beauty of nature, Ruby Falls offers a unique and hauntingly beautiful experience that leaves an indelible mark on all those who venture into its depth. The combination of geological history, accidental discovery, and mysteries that lie within the caverns make it a great place where the lines between the natural and supernatural blur, creating a captivating and unforgettable destination for all explorers of all kinds. Also, I mentioned it before, there is a ton of speculation whether the waterfall is actually real, but it was cool, so I don't really care one way or another. The last thing I'll just flag, and this is not a plug for Ruby Falls, I am not sponsored by them in any way, but they offer a bunch of different cool tours. Some are like ghost tours, some are uh, lantern tours, and some are like walking tours. So definitely go check it out. The Walnut Street Bridge, located in Chattanooga, Tennessee, will be our next stop, and it has a rich history with both paranormal activity and dark paths. Here's a closer look at the bridge's history and its eerie reputation. The Walnut Street Bridge carries a dark history particularly associated with racial violence. In 1893, Alfred Blunt, an African-American man from Chattanooga, was brutally beaten, stabbed, and hanged from the bridge. He had been charged with assaulting a woman named Mrs. M. A. Moore. This horrifying event is a grim reminder of the racial tensions and injustices at the time. Another tragic event was that of the lynching of Ed Johnson in 1906. To prevent delays in execution, a mob broke into the jail where Johnson was held and abducted him. They later lynched him from the Walnut Street Bridge. Johnson's case garnered public interest, and the lynching itself was a gruesome act that scarred the bridge's history. The Walnut Street Bridge has gained notoriety for paranormal experiences since then. Many have reported encountering ghostly apparitions and strange phenomena while walking across the bridge. These experiences often revolve around the tragic events that occurred here. Visitors have claimed to see shadowy figures, hear unexplained footsteps, and feel an eerie presence. Some believe that the spirit of those who suffered on the bridge continue to linger, leaving behind a haunting atmosphere. Despite its grim history, though, the bridge has also become a picturesque walking path, attracting both locals and tourists. It stands as a reminder of the past and the need to remember the injustices that have occurred there. Now we're going to venture not too far away, but to another haunted mountain that we haven't spoken about yet. Nestled amidst the picturesque landscapes is Signal Mountain. Signal Mountain houses an old elementary school called the Old Signal Mountain Elementary School, and it stands as a sentinel of time, bearing witness to not only the joys of learning, but also the whispers of paranormal. With a history dating back decades, this now abandoned school has become subject of eerie tales and spine-tingling encounters. 
Built in a different era, the school's red brick facade and towering windows tell stories of the generations of students who once roamed its hallways. Founded in 1926, it served as an educational institution for countless young minds, imparting the knowledge and memories that would last a lifetime. However, beyond the academic achievements lie reports of inexplicable events that have left a lingering sense of unease. Numerous accounts of hauntings have emanated from the corridors of Old Signal Mountain Elementary. The stories often revolve around a former classroom where a loft holds a particularly eerie secret. Many claim to have witnessed the apparition of a young girl in old-fashioned uniform weeping in solitude. Her presence, coupled with the sensation of unseen presence, has sent shivers down the spines of those who brave enough to explore the abandoned building. One cannot help but wonder about the origins of this ghostly figure. Was she a former student that met a tragic fate within the walls? The lack of concrete historical records add to the mystery, leaving room for speculation and imagination. Despite its haunting reputation, Old Signal Mountain Elementary remains a cherished part of the community's history. Facebook groups like Signal Mountain Elementary School Reunion 2023 serve as a digital hub for alumni to reconnect, reminisce, and share their experiences. The group's early 100th year anniversary celebration was in 2023 is a testament to the enduring bonds forged within the school wall. Alumni from 1926 to the present day continue to hold the school close to their hearts, and their stories, both heartwarming and bone-chilling, are testament to the enduring impact of the institution. Even as the years pass, the spirit of Old Signal Mountain Elementary lives through the memories and connections of its alumni. The hauntings of Old Signal Mountain Elementary raise many questions. Is the spectral figure of a manifestation of a tragic event from the past? What stories remain untold within the school's faded walls? The lack of concrete evidence only deepens the mystery. As the school stands in a state of abandonment, it serves as a time capsule, preserving not only the memories of the past, but also the mysteries that have enshrouded it. Old Signal Mountain Elementary School continues to be a place where history and hauntings converge, inviting curious souls to explore its haunted legacy. But that's not all Signal Mountain has to offer. There are many ghostly tales surrounding the mountain. Although the mountain's known for its breathtaking natural beauty, it's also a place steeped in history. Among the various stories, one particularly airy tale that lingers in the collective memory is the haunting apparitions of soldiers on the mountain. As the Civil War raged on, Signal Mountain played a strategic role due to its elevated position, offering commanding view of the surrounding areas. The mountain was not immune to the turmoil of the time. Today, many residents and visitors claim to have witnessed ghostly apparitions of Civil War soldiers on Signal Mountain. These sightings are often accompanied by reports of distant drumming, eerie echoes of war cries, and the faint clinking of bayonets. One of the most frequently reported phenomena is the sight of soldiers marching in formation, as if it's reenacting a battle of long past. These spectral soldiers dressed in tattered uniforms appear to disappear into thin air, leaving observers in awe and disbelief. The apparitions are not limited to the mountain's open spaces and some have reported encounters within historic buildings. Local legend suggests that these lingering spirits serve as a reminder of the sacrifices made during the Civil War. While the details of their identities remain shrouded in mystery, their presence is a poignant testament to the enduring impact of the conflict on Signal Mountain. Signal Mountain has also had a dark claim to fame in the late 1980s. The Signal Mountain murders, a tragic and unsettling case, have left a haunting mark on the community near Chattanooga, Tennessee. In 1988, this widely publicized incident involved a fatal shooting of three individuals, 22-year-old Airman First Class Kenneth Griffith, 23-year-old Sergeant Earl Smock, and 49-year-old Richard Mason, who was Smock's father-in-law. 
These three men embarked on an ATV ride through the backwoods of Signal Mountain on a fateful summer day, leading to the series of events that would shock the region. Their excursion to a local swimming hole called the Blue Hole took a sinister turn, ending in their murders. The Signal Mountain murders remain unsolved, shrouding in the case in mystery and raising questions about what transpired on that ill-fated day. The Signal Mountain community was rattled of the news of the missing men as it spread, and frantic relatives initiated search efforts when the trio failed to return home. This case quickly garnered widespread attention has become a topic of intense speculation and investigation ever since. Despite extensive efforts by law enforcement and the local community, these murders have remained unsolved to this day, leaving behind a cloud of uncertainty and grief. The case has continued to intrigue both locals and true crime enthusiasts. Podcasts and documentaries such as the Crime Junkie podcast have delved into the details of this chilling mystery, bringing renewed attention to the Signal Mountain murders. The podcast episode is titled, Infamous, the Signal Mountain Murders, explores the events of that day, emphasizing the horror and brutality that unfolded on Signal Mountain. To this day, the mountain murders remain a somber reminder of a dark chapter in the region's history. While the passage of time has not brought us closure to the victims' families, it has also not dulled the interest of those seeking answers. The case continues to serve as a grim reminder of the importance of solving crime and finding justice for the victims and their loved ones. Before we leave, I wanted to share that I asked some listeners for their stories about haunted Chattanooga, and there were a few common themes that we have not touched on this episode, so we're going to do so in the following section. The first being Missionary Ridge, a historic and picturesque location in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's not just known for its scenic beauty and significant Civil War history, though. It's also a place where numerous individuals have reported chilling and unexplained encounters with the paranormal. Here are some of the haunting experiences shared by those who have lived or spent time on the ridge. So first is unexplained sightings. Several people have reported seeing shadowy figures, apparitions, or strange lights on the ridge, often in the vicinity of the old Civil War battlefield. These sightings are typically described as eerie and unsettling, leaving witnesses with a deep sense of unease. Second up is mysterious noises. Some residents have described hearing unexplained noises in their homes, such as footsteps, whispers, or the sounds of objects moving when there's no one else around. These inexplicable auditory experiences have left people feeling like they're not alone on the ridge. Several individuals have also shared the peculiar experience of consistently waking up at 3.30 a.m., as if it was prompted by an unseen force. This eerie regularity has left them wondering if there's a connection between the specific time and the paranormal activity in the area. One particularly intriguing aspect of the Ridge's haunted reputation is that multiple people who have lived in or visited the area have reported similar phenomena. Siblings, friends, and neighbors have described witnessing the same apparitions and hearing the same unexplained sounds. Another listener shared their experience near Moccasin Bend. The Blue Blazes Trail on Moccasin Bend is a short loop through the swamp and includes part of the Trail of Tears, as well as being near where Brown's Ferry crossed the river. In case you don't know, Brown was supposedly a serial killer. One night, my significant other and I took her dog out to do a night hike, and shortly after the sun went down because we like seeing all of the frogs and wildlife out in the swamp at night. We had done this many times before, but that night was very strange. We saw no animals. About five minutes in, we both paused and I asked her if she felt uneasy because something felt off. She agreed and pointed out that it was dead silent when we stopped moving, not a cricket or frog making a sound which is really weird for a swamp. 
The dog was also anxious and was staring ahead of us intently. We both decided we should leave in case there was a bobcat or something like that since she had an experience in the past with bobcat stalking her dog on Raccoon Mountain. We moved quickly back to the car since at this point we were very paranoid and freaking out. We got back to the car, got the dog in. I paused to look back at the trailhead and thick brush about 10 feet in front of the car. That's when a large twig snapped right in front of where I was looking. My blood froze and I asked if she heard that, which she did. It was right there in the tree line and we got in the car and left immediately. I've never felt like that before and I wouldn't have thought much of the feeling of being followed if I hadn't heard the branch snap. It sounded like a large branch being stepped on, which is disturbing to me because usually that's the sound I associate with a person since animals have smaller feet and it's less likely for them to step on a branch like that and snap it. It would also take a large enough animal slash person to snap a branch like that to make the sound like it did. Very spooky. There's also a mental hospital in Moccasin Bend, although I do not know the history of that facility. We've never been back for a night hike, which is a bummer because it's an awesome place to visit, but I can't get over how creepy that experience was. Another listener shared their story about the courthouse. The Hamilton County Courthouse, if you're lucky, you'll see and hear people walking up the steps and disappear once they get to the top. Had a lawyer friend tell me that she followed someone up the stairs and they turned and walked into the wall. Serving jury duty, we all saw someone walk into our deliberation waiting room, but no one was there. And the guard called two others and they searched for about 20 minutes, finding no one. Another listener recounted their UFO experience. I saw a UFO fleet of maybe 20 luminous objects late one night while in Walmart parking lot on Highway 153. Flying low inside low cloud cover, silvery white disc shapes flew directly overhead. No lanterns, not flickering, more like fluorescent lights. Multiple witnesses. My wife doesn't remember and it somehow purged from my memory for years. I never heard anyone else talk about it. I know it happened though because I was very excited for several days after, but I remember not telling anyone. We all never discussed it. No one took pictures despite us all having cell phones. Another listener shared, I have a million and one stories from over the years, but if you're visiting, I'll tell you one that has happened to a friend and I. I'll preface this story with, I'm one foot in, one foot out when it comes to this stuff. Disapprove until you can't. That's how I've always done my investigations. So it was a couple years ago when I lived in Chattanooga before I moved. My bestie, who I will call Rabbit, was down from Michigan to visit me in town. Well, we were a couple goths who like history and graveyards, so we decided to do some graveyard walking, see the different headstones, and pay respect. I had picked out a couple of different ones in the area to check out this time. Usually a trip to Forest Hill, the battlefield, but I decided we could check out a new one I hadn't been to with them. Kofor Cemetery. It was close to my house at the time and on the back of the hill, which there is a painful lack of in Michigan where we live now, so it'd be a really pretty view. All I knew was the name, nothing else. Go to Google Maps. So we decide one day to go on our way to McKay's. We drive all the way back up to it, and one side of it, just wide open, mostly empty, looked to be the new arrivals. When we looped around and saw the tiny numbered headstones, we parked, and it's a small cemetery, so we kind of split up and wandered a bit. She's looking at the view from the hilltop while I'm looking around it. It starts to just feel weird. The best way I can describe it is the hairs on the back of your necks or something is watching me, feeling mixed with an impressive feeling, like a huge weight was crushing me from all sides. I look in the trees and I can't see anything, but I know there's something there. I tell her we need to go, and she doesn't feel the same until we get in the car. 
rabbit like me is sensitive to this kind of stuff. And she kept a blessed rosary in her car. She, as always, says a prayer at the gates and we get on the driveway to turn. We come to realize her rosary was broken and the bead was nowhere to be found. It wasn't in her car. We searched, nor was it in the small compartment she kept it in alone. It gets better though. I could hear a kid crying for his moms. We were just in her car, just two adults. I want mommy, where's mommy? We leave. I did research on it while we were at lunch and come to find out that Cofer Cemetery was originally used by the Silverdale Sanitarium, then the Silverdale Prison way back in the day. And all those numbered headstones, yellow fever children, which would explain what we heard. We still don't know how her rosary broke or where the bead went for it. So that's all for today. Join me next time as we dive into more spine tingling accounts that will leave you questioning the very fabric of reality. But until then, stay curious, stay safe, and always remember to keep an eye out for the darkness or the light that may be lurking just beyond your reach. Thanks for joining me on this spooky adventure. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give us a follow on your favorite streaming service. Also, if you'd like to support our podcast with a one-time donation, you can find the link in the show notes. You can also join our monthly membership and gain access to some sweet perks, including getting access to our episodes early and getting a free sticker. Have a place you would like us to check out? Shoot us an email at talesfromtheroadlore at gmail.com or drop us a note on our website. If you have a story from any of the spots that we hit today, feel free to submit that on our website as well. Until next time, where we will be doing an episode that I am super stoked about on the lore surrounding the Natchez Trace.